What's up, guys? This is The Real Deal with Casey and Jason. We are back. This is episode number two. Thank you for joining us. Um, we're looking forward to growing this thing and, and making it uh, something that helps a lot of people. And we were talking about kind of a path that we want to put this this on, starting with what I think and, and we kind of talked about was the, probably the most important was mindset. Everything starts with mindset. All of your personal growth, development, your success in any area of your life, I think starts with the mindset. That's why it's so important. And we're going to start there. And it's going to be a theme throughout, obviously, this this sure. whole thing. So um, nothing, you're limited by that. Absolutely. I mean, I think it's probably the hardest thing to overcome a limited mindset. I mean, not, not only is it probably the most important thing, but I think it's square one. Like if you really want to make those big jumps in whatever you're looking to do in your life, just developing a mindset that it's possible is probably the hardest thing to do. And I think it's also the first thing you need to do. Agreed. And um, like we talked about the other day, when we were brainstorming this conversation, the awareness of a broken mindset, Mm -hmm. the awareness that you need to change your mindset is kind of the first thing. Yeah. Because if you look around and if you don't have an awareness that I'm not thinking the, the correct way to get me where I'm going, if you don't even have that awareness, you're you're stuck. You're done. Yeah. You can't change something you're not aware of. Yeah. And that takes, I mean, a lot of reflection. It takes, I think, being around the right people, too, because if you're around the right people, then they're going to help you understand that about yourself, that, you know, it's it, you want to achieve X, Y, and Z, but your thought process is nowhere near where it needs to be in order for you to even start that journey. Yep. Agreed. So I I think that's a good place to start and and just share what it was for us that, that created that awareness. And like you just said, how, how did we um, even know that we had a broken, uh, broken belief system? How did we know that it was our own limiting beliefs that were keeping us where we were and not going to where we really want to go? So I think it's important as we go through this to share, because this is the whole point, right, is that we want to share our story, how we were able to overcome some of these things. And not that we're there yet. No, not at all. But we're on the we're on the right road. We're on the right track. I think we've reached the self-awareness point. At least I'd, like, I, I want, I'd like to think I'm a little bit farther than that. But I have the self-awareness that um, I want to overcome that limited mindset. Not... not I mean, I didn't go to the gym this morning, right? Like I, I oh, woke man. up this morning and I was like, ah, I was tired. I sent Steven a text like, ah, I need some extra hours of sleep this morning. I mean, like, so as far as developing a mindset and uh, creating habits that are, um, you know, consistent every day, I'm still not there. But that's not, I mean, and I, that's not to say that you have to go to the gym every day to, you know, yeah, break that mindset. But my point is... Um, it's not going to be. It's not going to be perfect. There's. A, it's always a work in progress. I was just going to say it's not going to be perfection, and I don't think that's a, a target that we should. End, and nobody's going to sh- uh, achieve perfection. Yeah. You know, regardless of what your beliefs are, there was a, probably only one perfect person here. We could all agree <laughs> yeah, on absolutely. that's ever lived, and um, you know that's that shouldn't be the goal, but it should be. Um, you know, just starting with this mindset thing of there's more out there. There's people that that have 
more in any area aspect. And the reason that they're able to have more is because they have a mindset that allows them to achieve First that. And foremost, I think that's the absolute biggest thing. Yep. So what was, if you want, I could start, but what was it that kind of opened your eyes maybe to the mindset of awareness that you didn't have the mindset that it was going to take you to get to the next level? Man, I think kind of just summed up overall, it was just come just patterns of brokenness all the time mm-hmm. like growing up and uh i mean things that you might not expect but um relationships things like that stuff that always kind of this to cycle and end in the exact same way mm-hmm. and uh it, it you know it really took some reflection um probably within the last two years where I was just able to really start that, Hey mate, you know, I'm doing the same things over and over. Right. They, they, you always hear about the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. Well, that's what I was doing when I was doing it for what I'm 33 now. So I was doing it for a solid 31 years. I mean, look, I, you know, you just want to count my adult life. I was doing it for a solid 10 or 13 years. Um, and it kind of just got to, kind of got to a breaking point where I was like, man, something's got to change. And, um, it was, it was really just a mental thing to start. Like, let's, let's start there. Sure. I was listening to, um, Gary Vaynerchuk's a, um, I'm a big fan of his and he's, he's a different animal. He curses a lot and he's got a lot of bravado, which isn't really me, but I, I like the way that he delivered his message. So he was one of the people that I gravitated toward first. Um, to help me change my mindset, but then it became a, a, a spiritual thing and uh, mm-hmm. it's kind of evolved from there. Do you think when you started hearing some of this stuff, like say the first Gary V video you came across, did you find yourself thinking like this dude's full of shit? Guy's a clown. Yeah, that's what I like, thought. I mean, I, I love him now, but yeah, I mean, I still, I still, you know, come across things like uh Gary V, but you know some maybe some people that I Grant Cardone, <laughs> yeah. I mean anybody that that is uh, preaching these, you know, personal development mindsets and things like that. Yeah, almost my first reaction always is like, uh, this is a joke. But you know, then you actually kind of settle in and listen and realize how much it makes sense. You start applying it to your life, and then you're like, wow, there's something here. And then once you start believing what it is that you hear, and you actually internalize it, and you believe it. Then you start seeing these things man- manifest. Yeah, we're gonna go. We're gonna go there right away. Things manifest right out of your mind and imagination. Yeah, into the real world. Um, and for me, it was so. You know, obviously, uh, we were both athletes. Mindset, attitude, mm-hmm. always been paramount. Always been something that we've, you know, we've always excelled at. That we were captains of our teams and all that. Not to not to throw a high school story back there, but. Um, you know, any collegiate athletes, like you have to have a good mindset to be oh a top gosh, performing yeah. athlete. So I think that was always something that we were aware of. Hey, I need to have a good attitude. But like you growing up, uh, like when we traveled, I don't want to say this is like you, but when we used to travel, just mm-hmm. to give you some context and everyone listening, we would put our luggage, our clothes into black trash bags mm. and put them in the trunk of the car. And that's what we traveled with. Yeah, right. We didn't have uh, luggage and not to say I was poor. Like I had an awesome parents, awesome upbringing. I'm not, you know, trying to uh, make it sound like it was worse than it was, but that's what I grew up with and around. So it was kind of 
to see some things that were outside of that or to see um, things that were bigger, it was almost like you said, well, that's kind of for them and then this is for me. Yeah. Yeah. You, you mentioned the other day about um, how at a young age you start to categorize yourself as that. And you don't realize it. You don't understand it. But just the people that you surround yourself with, the things that you gravitate toward for whatever reason, because that's how you're raised because those are you know the friends that you hang around whatever the case may be yep you kind of put yourself in a box at a very young age and that becomes who you are what you expect and yep uh yeah i really do believe that what you put out there um is is kind of what you're going to drive yourself toward whether you think you want it or not the more negative that you are that's what you're going to attract and 100 percent. you know the positivity the same thing yep yeah we talked about where we lived and grew up coming by a friend of ours house that had a farm. Yeah. And to me, having a farm owning land was something it was, there's just, that was, that was something reserved for other types of people. Yeah. Like that wasn't me. We, we hunt on public land, <laughs> you know, yeah. we, we use the public resources. We, you know, don't have the new cars, just anything like that. But yeah. you don't realize at a young age that it is possible to have all these things. Mm-hmm. But yes, you do. You just kind of put yourself in that little box and then um, it becomes, like you said, these patterns that repeat and you just realize, man, this pattern's not getting me anywhere. I'm kind of stuck in that. So um, what kind of broke me out of that? I remember I was working at an insurance company before I before I came back to doing mortgages and 100% commission. I was working at an insurance company and somebody introduced me also to Gary Vee. Yeah. Started listening to him a little bit. Um kind of got exposed a little bit to like Grant Cardone. Then I came back to the mortgage business and I remember listening to, it was a, like a webinar that was put on by these mortgage coaches and they interviewed this guy who was doing extremely well. He was talking about how awesome his mortgage business was. And they were like, what's this? Like, how did you get to this point? You know, you're a couple years in the business, you're making a couple hundred thousand. Right. How did you get to this point? And he talked about a book called The Miracle Morning. At this point in my life, I hadn't read a book I'm you know, kind of ashamed to say it in probably 10 years since I graduated college I'm with you. Like I hadn't read a book. I'm like, I, I just, it wasn't part of my life. It wasn't part of my routine. I'd settled into, you know, kind of more bad habits. So I go get this, this book, the miracle morning. And I read it and it talks about getting up early and working out and meditating and writing stuff down and reading every day. And in that book, it mentioned another book called, um, think and grow rich. So I got that on audio, like a uh, audio book, right. started listening to it and I, and I had the same kind of reaction. I'm like, there's, there's no way it can't be this easy. It yeah. sounds too simple. Think and grow rich. Yeah. Right. And you're like going through and he's telling you about these people and how they've created these massive fortunes or they've created the lives of their dreams through the power of thought. And until you have the right mindset to accept something like that, yeah. you're going to continue in this, in this path where you're, you're just kind of staying stuck there. So that was my journey or the beginning of it. And then that book led to another book. And then we got, um, eventually I got a hold of the 10 X rule and I listened Mm -hmm. to that. And I remember listening to that and I called my brother and I'm like, you got to listen to this, this book. This guy sounds like you. He's, he's, he sounds exactly like you. And, uh, I sent him a copy of it, I think, or he got a copy of it. And then it was all in on, on Grant Cardone and the 10 X rule. And it was just completely bending your mind in the way you think. Right. Um, but the changes that have taken place since that time, maybe, you know, what's that been five, four or five years ago 
have just been just been crazy. And now I feel like anything's possible. Yeah, man. Um, whether I fully believe it, I think things will come to you when you fully believe them. So maybe I'm still holding back on some of these things. Yeah. But I think that's there's a lot of truth in that. I mean, it's like, are you faking it till you make it? Are you do you really believe it? And you know, I think the sacrifice there is well, if you if you don't do it. You know, there's a lesser chance of it happening. Why not try it, right? Why not try the um, the belief and the positivity? You know, is that really going to set you back a whole lot if you if you try if you try it and, and nothing happens while well, you're in the same spot, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, and what would you rather be? Would you rather be somebody that's like a mind open to possibilities and abundance? And hey, you're right. Maybe it doesn't work. Yeah. But would you rather be that, or would you rather be the guy that goes through life that's like negative, miserable? doesn't have good relationships. He doesn't think anything's possible. He right. feels stuck. Um, you know, don't want to be that, around those people. No, and, I, and we, you know, we kind of say that jokingly now, but that like I lived that life for a while. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and so I think maybe if we can reach someone out there that's like, shit, he just described me. <laughs> like, you know, I don't feel <laughs> well, like just described our. We just described ourselves. 100%. You know, a, a little while back. There's, there's, I mean, and still we have days. I mean, I do. Yeah. I have days like that for sure. Um, but they're far less than they used to be. Absolutely. I, I, I agree with that too. I think, you know, especially in the real estate mortgage business, there, there are cycles that come along with that. Um, it's not always closing houses yeah. and, you know, it's getting calls snapping. every day. Will you come list this? And I want to go see this 1.5, yeah. you know, it's, it's not happening. It's not all pictures on Instagram, <laughs> no. handing people their keys. So uh, we have to keep that in mind. You know, it's never going to be a perfect thing again, but the more that I adopt this and the more that I do get myself into good habits and a good mindset and just fill my brain with positive stuff, the better, the fewer and far between those bad days are, the more the good days are, are showing up and it just makes everything better. So look, even if it, if you're skeptical, one, I'll tell you that if you don't believe it, it's never going to work. Right. But two, adopt it, believe it, be it. And then there's a chance that it works, and then either way, you're going to come out better at the end. So yeah, there's, it's worth giving a shot. And uh, you know, you brought up baseball, and I'm not sure where this fits in the whole um, part of our conversation. But I was such a negative person, and always was, and always beat myself. I still beat myself up a lot, but I always used to a lot. I think that's that's probably why I got tired of baseball because I couldn't handle it. Not, I mean, I think I was a decent athlete and a decent baseball player, but I couldn't handle the the man you fail seven times out of 10 in baseball and you're considered good like now like i like i, I was yeah. like i was like oh dude you strike out once and you're a loser like that's what i thought of myself yeah but, you know looking back i'm like man if i could if i could have adopted this mindset that i have now it's is nowhere near perfect but it's certainly leaps and bounds better you know i think that would have would have gone a long way and um that's what i look forward to kind of in the future is like taking what I know now and whether I'm in a coaching role or whether I'm fortunate enough to have kids one day that play sports or just in any situation in their life, kind of pass that on. They're like, let's start with your mindset and then yep. the rest will come. Remember my dad always saying throughout the years of baseball, baseball is a game of failure. Yeah. Remember that? Uh, yeah. And base, baseball is a cerebral game. <laughs> Jason Yates. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Shout out Jason. Um, but it's so true. And that's why, you know, again, not to go back and talk like high school sports and high school stories, but there's such a parallel between being an athlete, especially a, a, a high end athlete. Like, yeah. like, you know, we were, we were, again, played college sports. Um, 
but being, you know, a high end athlete and, and being successful in your career, your life, there's so many parallels because just like baseball, football, any sport out there, you're going to fail a pretty good amount of time. Yeah. Um, but it's the response to that. It's the overall attitude moving forward. If you stay in that mode of failure, you're going to create that loop that just creates more failure, more failure. Right. So that's why I think I enjoy what we do. I, I do like the the commission, the competition, the competitive nature of what we do because it is similar to sports. You know, it's um, it's not it's not show up and you get playing time like a the participation trophies are now in little yeah. league. Mm-hmm. It's like you, you have to compete, you have to win, you have to be excellent. And it all starts with your mindset. Yeah. And then that translates into the process, which I know we're going to get into, mm-hmm. um, of maintaining that positive mindset, because that's the other thing. You can have a great mindset at a, when things are good, when things are at their peak, when you are working out, when you're on your diet, when you're drinking your water, when you're not drinking alcohol, you can be at your your peak and you can be at a peak state of mind. But just like baseball, it's a game of failure. Life is a game of failure. There's going to be things that come up that just take the wind out of you. And it's getting back to that positive mindset with your positive habits and filtering what comes into your mind. Um, because what you have coming into your mind becomes your thought. That becomes how you speak and that becomes what you attract. Yeah. What you do and what you attract for sure. Um, going back to when you know, things, or kind of like how my mindset has evolved. Um, back in October, I came across a Steve Harvey piece, and I don't know. If he's he, great, isn't he? Man, he's he's awesome. I posted. Oh, he posted it on. It was either on Twitter or something like that, and I think I ultimately landed on a uh, on YouTube, but. He he posted, uh, you know, called a motivational video, having a lot to do with mindset, and uh, he just talked about, hey, write, you know, write down three hundred things that you want from your life, you know, in faith, do it in faith, and uh, you know, kind of be, I don't want to say crazy with that list, but don't be limited in that list. Mm-hmm. Don't be li- limited in like small things, you know, kind of let your mind go, and hey, if in a perfect world. What would these what would these three hundred things be that you wanted from you know to have a hundred million dollars when you retire to you know the exact kind of vehicle that you ultimately love and I started doing that and I'm not at three hundred things yet because I can't find out three hundred things that I want although I'm sure I could I just haven't put enough time in it See, there's there's part of the problem there um, but going through that list and, and reading it which he recommends to do every night, is something that has uh, has kept the things that I want in my life on my mind and top of mind. And I think for me, writing things down is is important. <clears throat> I agree a hundred percent. And that's part of the the Grant Cardone process also that we adopted was writing your goals down mm-hmm. morning and afternoon or morning and, and before you go to bed at night, which I'll be the first to tell you I'm not good at writing them down twice a day. It's something yeah. I need to work on. But by doing it every day, which I have done now for the last couple of years, it keeps your goals top of mind. It keeps you focused on what things are important to you. And they're going to change. And they're not, you know, um, the ones that that we're writing down now, I think, are probably things that we feel like are not 
necessarily right in front of us. There are things that we want to stretch for a little bit, which yeah. is good. But you're right. Keeping them in front of us and, and keeping those things in mind keeps you, it, it creates clarity around what you really want. Yeah. And, and just the simple thing of going through that exercise and writing down what you want, um, going down and writing down your goals, that right there probably separates 95% of people I'm sure it does. From the, from the last five. Yeah. Because I had never done that. I was 30, uh, probably close to 30 years old. I had never written down my goals. Mm-hmm. I had never written down my goals. I thought it was, and we talked about this too, it was kind of hard to do when at first. And I'm like, like just write down what I want? Like, yeah. what, what, why? What does I that know, do? You, you don't really understand the, uh, the actual impact that it can have. It just seems kind of like a... Seems, seems hokey, like stupid exercise. Yeah, it seems it seems hokey, and then you know as you get into it, you realize, man, I never even, you know, for the first thirty years of my life, I never even took the time and the effort. How crazy is this? Never took the time and effort to spend five minutes mm-hmm. thinking about what I actually want, what my I want my life to look like. Um, yeah, what's that about? Like, like, why don't we do that? What an yeah. investment you can make. Yeah, well, well I mean that that that. I don't want to say that worries me, but like that's, I mean, I'm the same way, but like, why, why, why as humans don't we do that? Well, I think it goes back to something you said earlier and something that I'm also excited about is now that I am aware of that and, and the impact it has had in me just in the past couple of years, I can teach my kids that. Yeah. And my kids are going to grow up. And, and it's funny because Claire already writes down her goals and she writes down, um, things that she's grateful for. And she's taken some of these things that I've learned and she's implemented them. Yeah. And we do it together and it's fun and it's awesome. And I just know that now she's got this whole life ahead of her where she can implement these things. But I, you know, I didn't have that. Right. I had, again, awesome parents. I had a great, my dad was the the best in the world. He was, um, you know, mentor in so many awesome ways. My mom, same thing. Like she just worked her butt off. She went back to, to, be a nurse, like I told you, when she had right. four kids, like young kids at home, um, ended up getting her master's degree, had an awesome career as a nurse. But, you know, there's just, uh, it was information they didn't have. Yeah. Really. So they weren't able to pass it along. So I think that's why we got stuck maybe without doing that. Mm-hmm. And the awesome part is, especially with this, I'm so excited about this podcast because we get to share this exercise with someone. And if you haven't done this, anybody out there, take five minutes. Um, and just get in a quiet place and write down what you want. It could be the 300 things like, like Steve Harvey said, but start with like five. Yeah. Like, what do I actually want? What are, what are, what would my life look like if there was no limits? And that's one of our core values that is, you know, that we have in our group here at the mortgage business and that we've all adopted into our own lives. Um, the second letter in the core values vitals is I, which is imagine no lids, endless potential. And what that means is don't limit yourself to what, you, what you've experienced in the past or what you think is possible. Take the lid off completely. What would it look like if there was no limit, endless potential? Write that down. Um, because I think and truly believe that if you have something inside your head that is drawing you, you towards it and you're interested in something that is, all right, it seems crazy. There's no way I could ever own that. But but. It's in your head. You want that. Write it down. Get clear on it. Visualize it. Close your eyes and think about what it would be like to have that. And that exercise that you're doing with Clara right now, I I hear a lot about, you know, motivation versus momentum. 
like motivation is something that comes along like yeah right it, it, it's it's a oh now you know, I, I feel good today so I'm gonna do whatever um, whereas what you're doing is creating momentum you you've you've started something you've, you've created a habit and that becomes so much easier mm-hmm. it's just like everything the more that the more that you do it the more that you practice it the more you get over that fear which fear is is a a reason that to this day I still don't do even the smallest things because I'm afraid. I'm afraid of what, and that I can't do it. I'm afraid of what other people are going to think. I'm afraid, you name it, fear runs my life, but not as much as it used to. Yeah. Um, but what you're doing with Clara helps to maybe you, like I fear, I, I, I to a degree, I fear writing my goals down. Mm-hmm. So the more I do that and realize, you know, this is a good exercise for me. I feel good after I do it. I get through that temporary like discomfort because I'm uncomfortable doing that. Then you build momentum and then it becomes a habit and then it becomes, then you can get to the next step, whatever that is. Yep. So I think that's really cool that you guys are doing that because you're creating a habit. Yeah. What do you think that fear comes from? Is that from a place of if I, if I do achieve this, then here's what's going to come along with it. Or is it fear that, if I put this out there and I don't achieve it, that I'll feel like I came short. Like, where do you think yeah, that fear I think comes it's, from? It's probably more of the second one. Um, I fear judgment from other people big time. That's why doing this is is scary because undoubtedly, just like you and me have thoughts when we see certain things on social media, undoubtedly, there's going to be people that say, what are those two dudes doing? Like, what gives them the right to have this podcast? What What are they going to tell me? And uh, maybe the answer is nothing. Um, but. Well, it probably will be nothing because somebody that thinks like that's never going to tune in. Yeah. But, it, but you know, you like you and I had talked about, we're just hoping to help you know one person. Absolutely. And, uh, <clears throat> but, yeah, I, I would say the fear is um, judgment from other people. It's feel like. Uh, it's it's a feeling of inadequacy, can't live up to whatever the case may be. That's what it's always been for me. Mm-hmm. And so, doing things like it's uh, we call it opposite action. Doing things that like you're afraid of. So you you want to do this? Well, do the opposite of that, and that's what helps you overcome that fear. Yeah, and that takes a lot of work. But I'm still in that whole process. Right, yeah. there are days where like I. Feel the fear and I run away from it. There are days when I feel the fear and I, I run toward it. So Yep. I think uh, it would be awesome <clears throat> as part of our podcast here. We're gonna each pick something oh that we're gosh, that I we're scared, I that we're scared of <laughs> or that we have fear of because of uh, judgment of others. Yeah. And then we're gonna lean into it and we're we're gonna document that. Can experience. we just can we just count this podcast? This is this is the first one. <laughs> then we're done. This is the first one. And and you're right, I think just doing this puts you out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. Um, we're sitting here cracking up, just like trying to start the show, right? And, yeah. and what's the intro going to look like? Mm-hmm. And what are people going to think when they hear this? And how are we going to close it? You know what? At the end of the day, it doesn't matter. We're on a mission to help one person. And that person probably is in a situation that we were in a handful of years ago. Yeah. And that's our, our only mission and goal with this. So, um, Yes, I, I think that's we need to keep that in the front of our mind. But yeah, I think fear of judgment. We need to we need to lean into one other thing that we're a little bit scared of. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you were going to drop something else. Okay, no. you just circle them back. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah, but um, so I, I'll share this too. Um, before we wrap up, one of the things that when I first wrote down my goals, and you might have a similar experience, um, they were so small. Mm-hmm. They were so small and so limited. 
It, and I could probably find the list somewhere. I'm sure I kept it. And this was, I wrote my goals down once at the beginning of a year. And then next year, in like January, I pulled the list out. I was like, let me write my goals down again. Um, but it was like, um, uh, make $100,000 a year. That was one of my goals. Because I thought if I can hit six figures and make $100,000, I will be, I will feel rich. Yeah, your life will be so much easier. That was more money than I'd ever made in my life by a long shot. Yeah. And I'm like, man, if I can just make $100,000 in a year, mm-hmm. like that is, that is my goal. I wrote down um, things like paying off student loan debt. Uh, I wrote down things like I wanted to buy a truck at some point because mm-hmm. at this point I, I didn't have a truck and I was, always wanted to pick up truck because I'm a hillbilly and I like to hunt. I want to pick up truck too. Yeah. <laughs> that was one of my goals. I'm like, I want to pick up truck. Um, let me think where I was at that point, 2016. It was stuff like that, but very um, material things, yeah. I, which which I don't, I don't have anything against. I think you should write down material things mm-hmm. and use them to, to drive you forward. But it was very small things that I'm like, at that point, though, that I wrote it down, I didn't think it was a small thing. I thought, this is really stretched to think I could actually hit 100000 I mean, and maybe this isn't it, but like a status thing almost, kind of yeah. like status thing. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I know I have those thoughts. And, it, and then that also goes back to the broken, limited belief of $100,000 was a lot of money when you thought it was a lot of money. Yeah. And you never had never made that kind of money, and you weren't surrounded by people that were making a lot more than that. And, um, so that's part of like our limited belief that we talked about that my goals were limited. Yeah. And then as and, you know, a year later, I look back and I'm like, holy crap, dude, I hit some of my goals. Like I have a pickup truck now, you know, or I, 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 I surpassed my income goal. And then I'm like, man, I got to go bigger with this. Um, and that's where the Grant Cardone 10 X thing kind of really comes in. He's like, make your goals way bigger than what you think is possible now. Because as you start going after them and you keep them in the front of your mind, you're going to start hitting those goals or close to them. And you need to you need to have them big enough that it keeps you pushing and working towards something that keeps you excited. Mm-hmm. I think, and I'm going to get this wrong, but they say, uh, you know, what, talking about setting a crazy unrealistic goal like shooting for the stars and coming up short, but coming up short might still be is something amazing. Would you rather do that or would yeah. you rather set a small goal, right, and and achieve that, but still there'd be so much more to be desired? Yep. You know what I mean? And I'll tell you too, like some of the goals that I hit, and you might have, again, a similar experience, but some of the goals that I hit that I thought were these huge things, um, I hit them and it, it didn't change my life at all. It wasn't really that important. Which is good because I realized that and I could kind of reframe my goals on things that I think will be uh, more important. But uh, the other thing with goals and having them set big is that the process of getting there, working your way towards that is is the most fun part to me. Yeah, you're going to meet so many people. You're going to learn so many things. Um, probably whether or not you actually achieve that ultimate end goal, you've you've done so much to be happy about and f- you know, fulfill you yeah. in life. So I think that's a good place to, uh, to wrap this up. And I just want to encourage everyone out there. If you haven't taken the five minutes to sit down and actually write down your goals, Mm -hmm. what do you want in this life? You know, this life is short. Um, and it doesn't have to look any certain way. I think we get caught up in, uh, at least I do. I didn't mean to cut you off case, but like writing down goals based on like, how other people are going to perceive me if I achieve those goals. Like write down your goals, not yeah. anybody else's 
goals for you or what you think your mom or your dad or your brother or your best friend or what, what you think they want you to achieve truly like do some self-reflection and find out what you want to achieve I, I couldn't agree more and I think you know again life is short you only get one of them and you can't live it for somebody else mm-hmm. so write down what you want think about it visualize it think about how it's going to make you feel once you achieve it and then start going at that process to make it happen mm-hmm. it's not going to happen overnight it's going to happen on uh, eventually once you put it out there in the world. But you just have to, to trust that if it's in you, it's 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 working its way out of you, right? Yeah. It's trying to get out of you. And stay consistent. That is huge. We, I mean, I, we could go on and on and on about this stuff, but consistency is, is major. Yeah. I think, uh, you know, again, if it's inside, it's coming out. And I think that the first way you can let these ideas and these, these dreams, goals that you have out – is by writing them physically on a piece of paper. Get it out of your head and onto onto paper somewhere you can see it. Work your way towards it. I would love to take questions on this. So if anybody, if you're listening to this and you have questions on on goals, maybe you're just getting started with this. Uh, how do I do it? What do I? How do I write it? What's the format? We'll get into all that. I'm sure down the road. But I would love questions on that. So um, if you're listening to this and you can comment, if you can reach out to us on social media, that'd be awesome. If you got anything of value out of this, please share the show. We're trying to grow this and share this so we can help uh, help people and especially maybe just one person out there. But um, please subscribe, like, uh, appreciate it. And for this week, that's a wrap. That's it. Thanks, guys.